you sick of us yet? Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. My name is Steve Dace. His name is Todd Erzin. His name is Aaron McIntyre. And you know, people have complained in the past when we filled in for Glenn Beck. Hey, why can't you guys just stick around and do your show too? Hey, man. You go back there and tell your old man, it ain't easy dragging Bill Walton up and down the court all night long. <laughs> right? it's, it's not as simple as you'd think just sitting here doing five and a half hours when you count the overtime. All right? But you know what? This one time we decided, maybe you're right. You have heard us for the last three hours on the Glenn Beck program. We're really the last two hours. We, we talked a lot of contemporary issues in hour one. But in the, in the final two hours of the show, you heard us talk to Father Carlos Martins, and and he deals with the unseen realm on a very individual level as an exorcist. Individual people that are under some form of, a, of demonic influence, oppression, possession. We talked to Stephen Strang at Charisma Magazine, and he thinks as a uh, a, as a as a Protestant who comes out of what's known as charismatic traditions that he sees evidence on a wider scale, not just the individual stuff, and Father Martins, I think, would agree with this, but he's not just looking at it primarily through the individual lens. I mean, Father Martins doesn't, you know, can't exercise an entire culture, although something tells me maybe he wished right now that he could. Mm. <laughs> right? But, but that's, not, that's not the gig, all right? It's, in, it's individuals. And what Stephen writes uh, and, and about and observes a lot in the culture is widespread, acute, systemic, demonic influence. And so today's episode is a follow-up to that. We're just continuing the conversation. We're going to spend the next two hours, and I have a list of the top 10, uh, or among the top 10 most often discussed and debated issues domestically in our political culture today. And for each of these issues, and I've ranked them in order of what I think is current prevalence, for each of these issues... We're going to ask a simple question. Demonic or Democrats? I love that. We need graphic, the game by show the host music right there, too. Yeah, that, that needs to be on a T-shirt right there, man. The newlyweds game? Yes. <laughs> Just to lighten the mood? That needs to be on a T-shirt right there, okay? Is what we're seeing a manifestation of the unseen realm, or is this simply a political debate? Right? We go back to Lewis's screw tape letters. He talks about... Uh, that, you know, there's two great deceptions where demonic influence is concerned. Uh, There's the person who denies that it could possibly be happening and the person who sees it around every single corner, you know. Uh, My uh, my buddy, uh, Christian comedian Brad, Brad Stein, used to do a bit in his routine where he would talk about if Catholics see Mary everywhere, Protestants see Satan everywhere. And there's the guy who gets up and says, oh, man, the devil's after me. Just got fired from my job. And Brad's punchline is, no, dude, you were late to work three days in a row and never called in advance. You're a lazy moron. It's your fault, not Satan's. <laughs> All right? You are your own worst enemy. So what's the balance there? And who knows? Maybe by the end of this two hours, we'll come to the conclusion that all of it is just a political debate. Maybe we'll come to the conclusion that all of it is a manifestation of the unseen realm. Maybe we'll think it's a combination thereof. But that is the conversation that we are going to have here today on the show as a follow-up to the one that we just had uh, filling in for Glenn Beck. 
And that's a great opportunity for me to get us started with a reminder about our friends over at Constitution Wealth. Be sure to check them out. Together, they will work with you to create a financial a financial plan based on your values. Because when you align your portfolio with your principles, you make money. Uh, and you also are not just um, profitable, but profitable, if you know what I'm saying there. Go to investwithcw.com slash Steve for more. Get a free consultation at investwithcw.com slash Steve. All right. Um, I want this conversation. I am sure the church's role will get discussed in this conversation today. But none of the stuff that we're, we're currently dealing with in the church, watered-down teaching, all that kind of stuff, soft wokeism, we're not, that's none of the topics we're dealing with today because I wanted to keep it merely on the current scene politically, well, pardon me, politically and culturally. You ever had a hiccup spontaneously on the air like I just did? How'd that sound in your ear, by the way? That sound good? It was fine. Really good. <laughs> The way, the way he did, man. Really good. It's great. Tremendous. Uh, yes. Sorry, spontaneous hiccup. I'm almost 50. That's going to be my excuse now for everything. Then I'm going to turn 50. I'm 50 now. That's my excuse for why I can't control myself. Um, but the church is supposed to be kind of timeless, right? Transcended as an institution. It, it It is supposed to have the answers for us regardless of what the current challenges and manifestations of the era happen to be. And so I, I want to focus I want us to focus strictly on those current manifestations and challenges. And then of course this will lead to, I'm sure, throughout the course of today's show, a conversation about how prepared has the church made us as a collective body. How prepared has the church made us, or a collective institution I should say, how prepared are we by our churches? for the fight that we're in right now. And I think we are all very prepared to be disappointed by that answer. Correct? Uh, I'm absolutely drop dead certain of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I went in my talk in Boise the other day. At the, at the end, I closed it with, I'm going to close this with something I rarely do. Provide you encouragement. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> all right. So I am the one who chose the topics. And ranked them, okay? I did consult with you guys first, so it's not like you guys aren't completely aware of what's coming. All right, let's discuss the number one issue right now, I think, that you we are facing. In descending or ascending order? Let's start with, no, we'll go one to ten. Okay. So the best stuff's at the top of the show. Gotcha. All right. Number one, tranny madness. Is it demonic or is it just Democrats? Is it the unseen realm spilling over into our natural world? Or is this just a purely political debate, albeit one of, you know, radical political philosophical origin? Aaron, I'll let you go first. This one is undoubtedly demonic. This does no good for anyone other than the transient pocketbooks of those butchers who are doing the meatball surgery for kids and some adults other than filling the coffers of the drug companies who make the chemical castration drugs. Although, is it really doing any good if you're, you know, making your money off of butchering kids? The answer, of course, is no. But this is, as I've often said, homosexuality is a perversion of reality. 
Transgenderism, so-called, is a rejection of it. A perversion of reality is any old run-of-the-mill sin, and I'm not diminishing sin. That's the reason why, you know, that's the reason why, uh, you know, we are in this predicament. The reason why we have basically anything bad in this world is because of our own human sinfulness. But when I say run-of-the-mill sin, a perversion of reality... Thy will be done, Lord, except in this circumstance where it's really, you know, I kind of like this and it's convenient for me. A rejection of reality is my will be done and I will make the world bend to my will. That's what transgenderism is. Mm -hmm. There is no political benefit to this when it's exposed for what it is. It's all just straight from the mouth of hell. I defy you to find any examples where anybody engaging in this, whether it's on the periphery, or whether it's somebody who's cut their own junk off in 5, 10, 15 years is like, yeah, I'm glad I did that. I asked the question when they put uh, that, I think it was Kim Petrus, Petrus, who is the dude, who is a singer, uh, on the cover of, what was it, Sports Illustrated? Alongside, who was it? Uh, who was the, the uh, it was Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. 70, 80-year-old Martha Stewart. And I asked, why didn't they put a 70 or 80-year-old tranny? on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Probably because there aren't any. At least not that did what Kim Petrus, I don't know what his real name is, Kim Petrus did to his body. So this is all completely from the mouth of hell, from the pit of hell as well. Todd, demonic or Democrats? Yeah, it's, it's, it's demonic. There's simply no limiting principle to this cancer. It is... You know, the, the previous machinations of trying to... They, the Democrats knew they had to shoehorn and trick with some version of Americana or mm-hmm. some Hallmark wisdom. Uh, Biden uh, tried that when he originally announced yeah. this. Remember, a very Americana, yeah. and he went out to the primary circuit for like a week and realized, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. Love, you know, love is love. Whatever two consenting adults right. do is not... Now it's, I mean, it's just... Everything it's macabre out in the open. Yeah. There's no there's no rationalization uh, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're just basically trying to troll this mm-hmm. uh, into existence. And I, I learned this the hard way. And with with suffering comes wisdom uh, and uh, a greater appreciation uh, of the truth in, in real time with uh, the Carlisle School District. Uh, when my uh, wife ran uh, for election and ended up losing uh, to an out-and-out running because she was making queer a priority, they made the election in Carlisle, Iowa, a semi-rural place, explicitly. That's the one issue they actually ran on. And I I chose a a place like this, Carlisle, because I thought, you know, the weird is going to take a lot longer to get there than it is into a major American city or elite suburb where everybody's been totally brainwashed. But no, it's, it's, there is not a place where it isn't now. It, it is absolutely everywhere. That is, we're talking about uh, principalities mm-hmm. and, and powers here. We're mm-hmm. de- because the Democrats uh, uh, were absolutely always uh, about some version of the definition of is is you know some kind of try they knew they had to triangulate even if it was really bad it, it, it was as steve just borrowed uh 
yesterday about a phrase I use, the Rube Goldberg machine. They, 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 this, no one's trying with Tranny Madness. It's just pure, ours goes up to 11. You, in, in the schools, teachers dressing up as the rainbows, everybody, it, it, they've turned it into a church. That's clearly demonic. Because they're saying, no, we don't want separation of church and state anymore. We're telling you what the church is going to be. So I did a ton of interviews leading up to the release of Nefarious. And in almost every single one of them, I got asked if I could point to a singular example in the culture of something that is openly demonic instead of just a political disagreement. And this was the one I chose every single time. And, and let me explain why. You know, Aaron talked about sin is a perversion of reality. This is a denial of reality. Let me, let me you know, further his point. The reason we are tempted to sin is because it takes the desires and the instincts and the ambitions and the impulses that God has naturally placed within us. It is natural for us to want to have sex with someone that we are attracted to of the opposite gender. It is natural for us to want to uh, be, be seen as, as significant and successful. It is natural for us to want to achieve. Um, it, is, it, it takes these things that God has planted within us, and we, break, we choose to break free of the guardrails and guidance that God has placed around them. And say and, 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 and we seek to exploit them. Sin is, is, sin is ultimately defiance of God. It is practically an exploitation of our God-given abilities, talents, desires, drives, ambitions, and impulses. Yes, Aaron? And I, I'm not trying to be nitpicky here whatsoever at all, but I, I want to make one thing clear because I think it furthers the point that both you and I are starting or attempting to make. I use the word rejection on purpose, a rejection of reality, not a denial of reality, a rejection of reality. There are only two so-called bottom surgeries you can get, a phalloplasty and a vaginoplasty. Which in, that, and, of itself, in and of itself is, is a binary choice of yeah. the gender or sex. We're really talking about sex binary here. Yep. So I'm talking about the rejection of reality. I see what reality is, yes. and I'm rejecting it. Yes. And so natural human sin, this is why we're tempted by it. In our right minds. Why are, why, why are men who are very successful and have everything you could possibly imagine tempted to throw it? Why did Bill Clinton nearly throw a presidency away? He, he, was, he was the biggest star in the world. How many Hollywood starlets would have gladly given him the Marilyn Monroe treatment behind closed doors and kept their mouths shut just, because, just for the pleasure of serving the president? Instead, he risked his entire presidency for a fairly meh and troubled intern. Because he could exploit her. That's, that's what sin is. It's exploitation. What this, what this is, though, and, and we're tempted by it because, how do I put this? The procedure by which the president deposited his DNA upon Monica Lewinsky's dress was pleasurable to him. That's why he was tempted by it. Right? Yeah. Okay. There's no pleasure here. There's nothing sensual here. There's nothing that appeases the flesh here. 
what is going on in this culture, and, and tranny madness is not the only place, and this may even come up throughout the course of the show, the lack of masculine initiative. When you and I were growing up, Gordon Gecko, greed is good. It is not good, by the way. But greed is good. Success for success's sake. Materialism for materialism's sake. Gain for gain's sake. We heard that in the 80s. And, and that was a, a driving impulse for men to take huge risks for millions and millions of dollars or insider trading for decades of prison, uh, prison sentences. Now, I don't take any risk at all. No risks. I, I'm, I'm not going to try for the team. I might get cut. I'm not going to ask the girl out. She might say no. So what Gecko was arguing for was an exploitation of the masculine initiative that was placed within us. What we live in today is without a masculine initiative. And that's what Todd meant by a limiting principle. Sin is a monkey's paw. We think we know better what to do with that which God has given us. And for a while, it works to our advantage perceptively because we're enjoying what we're getting out of it. But then eventually the check comes due mm-hmm. and that's when we wish we had listened originally, right? Mm-hmm. This is not that. There is no pleasure to be gained by removing your male genitalia and just having a void there. There's no pleasure there. That's why there's so many studies right now of of people who, after they get these surgeries, they don't feel the fulfillment. And that's why you're hearing more and more of them that wish they had never done it and try to go back and have it reversed. It's in and of itself a limiting principle. There's nothing that satiates anything. We don't do that to, well, not very often to one another and certainly not to ourselves as a manifestation of normal human sinfulness. That's demonic influence. Like the line in Nefarious when Nefarious says, sometimes you amaze even us. We didn't have to do this at all. You did this to yourselves. This we won't do to ourselves. And I'll give you another piece of advice or another piece of evidence that this is demonic and not just political. And this might even be, ironically, a stronger case. Right now, we are about the only major nation in the entire West promoting this. Just last week, I saw Norway, Sweden, Finland, Bandit. We are about the last, when I say Bandit, I'm talking about for kids. We've had sex change surgeries going back to when you and I were little. But the idea of uh, 11 and 12-year-olds, 8-year-olds can pick their gender, 15, 16-year-olds, can't buy a cigarette but can decide to be castrated. We're about the last country left in the pagan, secular left that has taken over the West. We're about the last one remaining still promoting this to the kids. So if this were merely political, then why wouldn't the rest of these Western countries that have largely adopted the same political postures that we have and the same political premises that we have, like we all locked our people down together, right? We all poisoned our, we all masked our people together, right? We all poisoned our people together, right? Mm-hmm. Why is there not similar solidarity and unity on this issue? Because this country is uniquely under demonic attack. Some of those other countries were already under it and they succumbed. And so now they're like, well, 
we have the power. The demonic forces are like, well, we have the power we want, so why destroy our own population when we have them under control? They don't have you under control sufficiently yet, so you need to be destroyed until you submit. Thoughts? Yeah, like the church, you know, spirits want to be worshipped. They want what God uh, called for, that they hated, and Steve has laid out uh, in the nefarious plot, they, they want it for themselves. And so, yes, they, this should give you the feeling of altars being constructed, because yeah, this is not this is not a uh, a, a political uh, thumbs up or thumbs down vote to to be taken, and then when you still have agency afterwards and you fight to live another day. No, this is to, this is total dominion that is being sought out. That's why I use the term no limiting principles. Where where is the place where this stops and says you know this is there's there's always going to be red light districts. They're trying to turn the entire world into a red light district. Yep. Right on the money. Are we ready for number two? You bet. All right, number two. Drag queen supremacy. Is that demonic? Or are they just essentially stormtroopers for the Democratic Party? Todd. Well, my, my first question is of you, because you don't do things arbitrarily why did you decide to split these two up instead of making them the same issue you're right i don't do things arbitrarily it's because we are we used to call riley Gaines is out there the 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 championship swimmer pointing out that what's going on with the trans movement we used to call these people transvestites or or cross dressers okay um she's right we used to but now we are asserting that you are literally to the point of altering your physiology, you can change your gender. What the drag queens are doing is essentially, um, these are just gay men, homosexuals who like to play dress up. Um, no one believes they're actual women. No one is arguing that they are actually women. This is this is a diff. This is this is a form of entertainment uh, that is being uh, that is being offered up that may or may not be. A, a Trojan horse towards grooming and molesting children. The other, which we just discussed, is an outright assault on our Imago Day and human physiology. Okay, to the degree that that's the split, I will say uh, I would l- allow me to alter this slightly instead of Democrats, let me say politics, at mm-hmm. least on this one, because I think you file uh, David French under this. Uh, as well this is a this is the public square notion taken dialed up to 11 spinal tap style that listen if we're gonna live in a republic you have to accept things you uh, don't like Mm -hmm. and we hash this out in the realm of ideas and everybody's got their choice and you got to be careful uh, about uh, quashing speech you don't like all all I've said is political things that we've heard for a very, very long time. And quite frankly, uh, they are the things now here in this moment that I look back and I used to believe 
uh and it's now that i have the eyes to see that i have now uh i think we're always a a political con mm-hmm. this i'm reminded of c.s lewis talking about uh in mere christianity about uh, the, mo- the uh, how you know there's objective truth to people who who say such a thing and he says if you're on the subway and i trip you accidentally and i apologize you'll say okay but if i'd like trip you on purpose and you know it and it's obvious you're not just going to say there's no morality you're going right. to take umbrage with it Correct. okay yeah and this is the thing i don't I, david french is on a just he's not a he's not a democrat uh i don't know we can go down further down that road uh, at a later date and have an entire show on him but he's he's not a democrat but he really is drunk on this notion of the the public square is just this place where everything belongs and yet how how much time has he spent while having that argument simultaneously spent slandering the brethren recently mm-hmm. so he's double minded in all his ways mm-hmm. My point being, that sounds like that sounds like the modern era of politics, Steve, mm-hmm. that you and I grew up in, and and you you've diagnosed on your learning curve along the way how what I used to thought th- think as a Republican trying mm-hmm. to convince them to do these things, and then I realized how much they hate us. So I actually believe it or not, I think you're being unfair in this particular case by just saying demonic or democrats because this is clearly a disease of republicans as well this is a political thing notion that this this is like the the kkk they 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 have their right to speak too and we've brought in that out so far even though we were told at the beginning a moral and religious people are no other so I, i'm willing to say that this is in some respects politics as usual aaron so a, a shorter way of saying what Todd just said is uh, is this: What does what did what does David French look like in drag? Answer: He looks like David French because so many people have just already put the drag on uh, in mind and spirit, hmm. even if not on the outside. Yeah. Number one, I appreciate the use of subversive language here. Uh, drag queen supremacy. I would actually <laughs> submit that we should call it uh, training nationalism from now on. I'm good with that. Hmm. I'm, I don't know. Um, I, I, we can do a point of order on that later after uh, after the break. Secondly, this is also of the demonic. I would have come down on the side of uh, that that Todd said until I thought about the uh, the meme or whatever you want to call it, the viral post that goes uh, gets passed around every now and then. Why do you want to keep children from drag story hours? Now the real question is. Why do drag performers want mm. an audience of children? Right. So that's where it comes down. There is no explanation for that. That is innocent. Or that rests on blessings of liberty. That is all 100% sin. And, and by the way, by the way, my rubric for this, I believe everything that we're going to be talking about for the rest of this hour, I believe that is all has its roots in the demonic. Now, whether or not the current manifestations of what we're talking about are actually themselves demonic or just being used for political machinations, that's another thing. I think an argument could be made on this one, that it began as largely people who tend to vote Democrat trolling, trads, cons, 
and who they perceived to be fuddy duddies. Mm-hmm. And they had their own like little red light district on certain channels or at certain time, you know, slots on certain television networks and, and, and eras. But the key word here to me is the word supremacy. The idea now that they, that, that this is an exalted class. You offer your children up to this now. Isn't, isn't, to me, this is how we go from something that we probably could have done on our own with our own basic sinfulness. Just, you know, aren't cross-dressers funny? Ha, 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 ha. And can we use them as a means by which to court jester the, 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 the current power structure that we view as oppressive or behind the times? But to now, to now the exalted place, to me, that is demonic influence. Which That's, is why I, which ahead. is why I asked you about why you split them apart because I agree with you when it comes to the supremacy. I'm simply talking about the legitimizing. There's two the people talking about drag queen story hour often default to old notions like if like if it's not your cup of tea, don't take your kids there. Correct. That's a very old political talking point. Correct. Whereas tranny Madness. No, I disagree. I think that's a new one where the kids are concerned. The old political talking point was if you don't like drag queens, just don't go see them. The new political talking point is um, if you don't bring your kids to drag queens, you're a bigot. That, that, to me, is where the talking point has actually changed. The idea of taking our most precious natural resource, our, the future generation, mm-hmm. and you have to corrupt them thusly. Uh, to me, that's demonic. We'll come back more in a moment. show you can purify the air in your home and get healthy clean fresh smelling air that eliminates odors kills mold mildew bacteria even some viruses that's why you get that fresh smelling air because it kills the stuff that made it not fresh and that's what our friends at the Eden Pure Air Purifier do with their outstanding thunderstorm air purifier that has gotten so much acclaim since they came on board with the show. So many people that have tried it and absolutely love it. The one complaint I have gotten is recently they've gotten so many orders. People are like, I wish this thing would get delivered faster. That's the kind of complaint in any, in any business you want to hear. I want your product so much, I need to get it faster, all right? If you want, the, if you want their three-pack for whole home protection, or you want to te- take their three-pack, put one on your house, your garage, your home office, whatever you want to do, they come in packs of three for just under $200, and you'll get free shipping as well, filterless. You'll never have to replace the filters out of pocket or out of time, all right? Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Take advantage of the deal. EdenPureDeals.com. Use the discount code Steve. Shipping is free. Get the three units for under $200 at EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Steve3. Gets you free shipping as well. All right, let's continue on here with today's show where we're asking a simple question. Is it just political opposition, just Democrats? Or is it demonic? Is it more than that? We are two down. Here's topic number three. Education indoctrination. Demonic, just Democrats. Aaron, you go first. So my thinking on this is I'm giving the weight towards this is Democrats. Now, I do believe that the Democrat Party is increasingly, if not wholly now, a demonic construct. 
but what is the mechanism by which they procreate? Because we've been, I've, I've heard it my entire life. You guys have probably heard it your entire lives, or at least your entire adult lives, that, hey, don't worry about the left. They're going to unprocreate themselves out of existence via uh, homosexuality and abortion. Has that happened yet? It's been about a generation and a half since baby killing began. No, they're stronger than they've ever been before. What is the mechanism by which they've accomplished that? It's through education, public education, government schools. Now, you can get down into specifics, how they have done that. Those might edge more towards demonic, but I view this more as the mechanism by which a demonic construct goes about reproducing and procreating themselves because they can't do that at least as effectively as uh, the side of the good and the true and the beautiful do because, you know, we believe in having families and offspring and rich blessings as far as life is concerned. So I view this merely as the at whole cloth as a mechanism. Therefore, I believe it is more Democrats than demonic. If you want to drill down, we can get into different things that uh, you know are entailed in public education. But uh, I believe this is more of a uh, mechanism. Todd? Yeah, this is uh, Democrats. Education has always uh, been political. Democrats uh, early on, as the Industrial Revolution uh, happened, more and more people moved out of agrarian cities, settings into cities. And there were children uh, in these cities whose time was not taken up with chores, et cetera, et cetera. And that is one of the variables that cre caused the creation of uh, public schools because of uh, urbanization, which brings into other political animals like unions, mm -hmm. uh, things like that. So th this is classic politics uh, that goes way back, uh, a search uh, for power, uh, Th Thomas, uh, excuse me, uh, John Dewey uh, understood that as well as anybody, one of the forefathers of uh, American uh, public education and progressivism. And listen, it's in, on some level, they it's something that uh, Republicans, conservatives, uh, people who are sane should you know appreciate. It, it's education is not supposed to be a free for all. There, there are things that we want people, uh, men of the West, to learn, to understand as closed fist, mm -hmm. non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. So they get that. We just like, te like teaching people how to think. Okay, good. About what? About anything? Can we square every circle? I, 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 if you believe in truth, I know we can't. So I th But this is, uh, Aaron is right. This is a long uh, pol a political sheen with a long shelf life that the left has simply understood how to utilize far better than people on the right. I think you guys surprised me with your answers, but I found them to be very insightful. Uh, I view this one similar to drag queen supremacy, where I think this largely started out as a means by which for people with a more progressive view, and you mentioned Thomas Dewey, um, a means by which for them to proselytize or evangelize from a, from a political narrative standpoint. But because of what you said, Todd, that these can't ever be neutral institutions, 
I mean, it was I think it was Luther who said at the advent of the German education system that, you know, this has the potential to introduce children to the very gates of hell because of what you just said. I mean, what's going to get taught in there? Mm-hmm. And who's going to be doing the teaching? That I, I am sure if, if Thomas Dewey were resurrected, Horace Mann were resurrected from the dead and shown today the libs of TikTok Twitter account, they would lose their damn minds. I'm sure they would. Mm-hmm. While disagreeing with us vehemently on probably several fundamental political issues. But the humanism that they introduced was always going to lead here. So they either were in on it or they're like now the uh, gays against groomers account. They're Andrew Sullivan. Um, This is disgusting. This is vile. Why are we doing this to kids? You set the stage for this, actually. The idea that there were the idea that we were going to just go down the slippery slope a little bit and then stick our claws in the mount in the hill and say, here and no further. That's never the case. Once you start to slide, you are going to hit you're going to the bottom. We were always going to end up here. And so it may have started off, I think, with what you guys described, but it is, I think, hundred proof, unadulterated Satan's youth ministry right now. Without it without question. Because it's moved beyond merely political indoctrination into the metaphysical it is operating now as as an ecclesiastical institution and that that's a classic demonic play camel's nose under the tent trojan horse through the gate can't we all just get along let's have diversity syncretism we mutually agree to water down what we believe and they Hitler never, every time you read the book, you're going to find Hitler is never satisfied with the Sudetenland, ever. And this was never going to just, you know, we want to make sure that the, uh, the, uh, the decimal system and the, uh, the, the library uh, card catalog, it, we have control of it. It was never going to end with that. It just never was. It was always going to end with the iron fist that we now see. Hey, man, I can... I can go demonic on every one of these. It'd just be a pretty darn short show. So, I know, I know. Um, I think my, my, I'm just trying to say, is there, if there is a pol- any sort of political angle on the right that I can identify with, again, using education to indoctrinate, I think you, we all agree. I agree. If uh, the drag queen story. Now we would say, we would say disciple. Yeah, yes, we would, that, yeah, that's what the founder, yes. they created this system I, to, to, because it. they so, viewed an educated populace as the, as one of the greatest checks and balances on, on government tyranny. But one side's in one side's indoctrination is another side's, you know, disciple catechism and vice versa. That's why we're back to yes. who's the Theo, who's, who's the Theo here. And so but, do, I, do I think Thomas Dewey and Horace Mann intended for us to essentially be slitting the throats of goats in the government classrooms? Like metaphorically, we're, we're five minutes away from that right mm-hmm. now. No, I don't believe that. But what they introduced was always going to give us, to lead us here. Because they, you know, like the, it's the opposite of the, pri- of the price is right where you go up the mountain, you know, the, 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 where they, Thank you so okay. much. I'm going to have that yodel song yeah. stuck in my the, head. The, the, yes. <laughs> yeah. Except the, I, they started us going down and the idea that we're just going to go down a little yeah. bit, just show a little bit of leg. No, man, everybody's walking out of here pregnant. That's how it always ends every single time. 
All right, before we get to the next one, a reminder about better spectacles. That's the glasses that I'm wearing today, by the way. If you like them and are unhappy with your current lenses, especially if you have no pun intended, progressive lenses, different context of the word. It means you're a little far and a little near at the same time, kind of you're uh, on ramp to one, needing bifocals one day. Regardless, they can now help you get some of the finest out there without having to settle for dorky frames because they've got the uh, outstanding Rodenstock eyewear. Again, that's the frames that I'm wearing today. 144-year-old company considered the gold standard uh, in glassware and and glass frames and you can get started right now with one of their online appointments some of the best opticians in the country schedule your teleoptical appointment don't even have to leave your home and they're giving you an introductory 61 percent offer off their progressive eyewear and throwing in for free the handcrafted rodent stock frames to get you started you cannot beat this deal all right Go to betterspectacles.com slash Steve to take advantage of it. Betterspectacles.com slash Steve. Again, go there now. They're actually a conservative eyewear company. Betterspectacles.com slash Steve. All right, number four on the list. Abortion. Demonic or just Democrats? Aaron. So I know you titled this on purpose. We're not talking about a tonsillectomy here. We're talking about child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And there's never been, never, ever, 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 ever been, whether on the personal or societal or political, even the most inane political level, near or short, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, short term or long term, there has never, ever, 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 ever been a benefit to anyone by murdering their offspring. So then what is this? It's demonic, obviously. I don't care if uh, what what uh, word you use for it, what massaging you do to it. There has never, ever in human history been a benefit, near or long term, personal or societally or politically, to murdering the next generation. Which tells you what? It's not of this earth, or it is of the flesh, though. I mean, it is of our worst most debased desires. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is, it's always been demonic. Todd? Yes, you are throwing a baby into a volcano to impact the weather forecast or the crop yield. That's what these people, modern day woman who says this, I'm killing this baby, I'm throwing it into the volcano because my life will be better. My weather forecast will be better. My crop yield well, it's the exact same thing. It's and, and our uh, we had him on the show, uh, the return of the gods, mm-hmm. Jonathan Kahn. the bringing of uh, the onset of Jesus onto the world, among other things, was a mass mass exorcism. The demonic oracle of Delphi, across cultures, they were prevalent everywhere and prominent in some and post Christ for a very very long time. That was rooted out. Sin wasn't rooted out, but uh, that was never promised by God. But uh, d- demons were cast uh, into the abyss for a very, very uh, long time, and abortion has been begging to bring them back. You guys nailed it. I think this, of everything on the list, I think, and maybe because we've had so much experience in our current iteration of the culture war fighting it, I mean, it, it has been the, the it's the OG issue of, of the current generation of culture war. This, I think, is the one that is so clearly and plainly demonic and not even two degrees. 
I wonder, and, and so, I mean, I, I mean, Aaron gave, I thought, an apologetic. You added your own hermeneutic there. I don't have much to add, except you guys did so well talking about it. You kind of sparked something with me. And you, you talk so much about an issue, and I've written so much about this issue and talked about it. You wonder, is there anything about it I don't know or haven't, uh, that I'm even, anything new I'm capable of thinking of? And actually, I thought of something. Now, it may not be good. May not be right. But, you know, I was just talking earlier this hour about trainee madness and that, how that's the issue that when I did a lot of media for Nefarious, that when people ask me to point to one in the culture right now that I could say is definitely not just our own sinfulness or political activism, but demonic and how it is a point of diminishing returns. There's nothing to be gained by it. It is not an exploitation of our abilities, our gifts, our talents, our ambitions, our desires, our drives. It's a, it's, a, it's a rejection of them, actually. Is it possible that abortion was the first one of these in our culture? Absolutely. Think mm-hmm. about how, how much you ha- we have yearned. I mean, the number one cause of death for women until the mid-19th century on, the, in, on this planet was childbirth. The, de- the, the, the natural desire to procreate, to, to nurture, to, to carry on our legacy, women would liter- were literally risking their lives to do this for thousands of years. How even in pagan societies, a man who could not sire a child, could not sire a male, male child was looked at, this was such in such high esteem, you were looked at almost as a second, now it's going too far, but I mean, that's how high of esteem it was to carry on your legacy, Right. And now along, now we are willing to just cast our legacy aside. I mean, even now, how many women sit in our churches who never had children or couldn't have children and contemplate, do I want to go to church this Mother's Day? You know, just because the hurt of that, that void is too empty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Was this the first version of, of the nihilism of tranny madness? The denial of our instincts? The killing of our own children. Is this the first version of what training madness has become? You can, does that make yeah, sense? They're, they're, they're cousins. Get, they're absolutely cousins. Yeah. Well, right? yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, um, it's a lineage. One begets another. Mm. I mean, we talked about uh, a few weeks ago on the program, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, congressman or congresswoman from Florida, De- uh, congressman Hank Johnson of, of Georgia, basically saying out and out, hey, illegal immigration, which I know is l- later on this list, illegal immigration illegal aliens, we need to create a subculture or a subset of second-class citizens in order to pick the fruits and vegetables in our country. I will draw a line a little bit later. I think you can draw from that. Basically instituting a modern form of slavery, that from baby killing. I think there's a straight line. So yeah, it's just a lineage of one uh, rotten, demonic construct to another. Because we have looked at it as birth control. Then knowing that abortion is there is my backup plan to act out sexually any way that I want to, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality is we are rejecting one of the primary drivers that God has placed in it, placed in us. Marriage, procreation, legacy. And that's nihilistic in nature, and that's absolutely demonic. Hour two is next.
All right, we are back with Hour 2 here on Blaze TV Radio and Podcast, playing a little but not insignificant game called Democrats or Demonic as we wrap up five straight hours here on Blaze TV today. This is the follow-up to the broader conversation we had about spiritual dark influences in the culture for a couple of hours earlier here on the Glenn Beck program. We filled in for Glenn while he was still on his Memorial Day vacation, then stuck around to do our show as well and put a finer point on it. Look at some of the specific issues we're facing right now as a people. And are these political issues or are they something more? You can let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com, D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, me, we, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter, Gitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find me on Truth Social at Real Steve Dace there. Again, D-E-A-C-E. Those of you that listen to the podcast, thank you so much. Please let us know how much you appreciate us by leaving us a five-star review and hit subscribe or follow if you tune in on iTunes. And thank you to each of you that have done those things for us already. They mean so much to us and we do appreciate them. We also appreciate Raycon sponsoring this portion of the show. And they are a premium audio Portable for you at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. They have the best noise cancellation and ear fit of any earbuds I've ever tried before. And they make sure that you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and share and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. They offer buy now, pay later options. You can pay as low as $18 at checkout, uh, an easy and free return guarantee if you're one of the few that decides, you know what? They weren't what they were cracked up to be, but you would be one of the few because they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Is that a lot? That's a lot, over 50,000 of them. So take advantage of their eight hours of playtime and their everyday earbuds. They're water and sweat resistant. Go to buyraycon.com slash Steve, R-A-Y-C-O-N, as in um, now. Go there now. Buyraycon.com slash Steve. Get 15% off your Raycon order when you do. Buyraycon.com slash Steve. All right, let's continue with the question we are asking today. Is it demonic or is it Democrats? Let's go to number five on our list. Gentlemen, plunging marriage and birth rates. Demonic or hey, I mean... This is what the welfare state was always going to uh, going to lead us to, um, the plunging marriage and birth rates. And so here we are. This is the political laws of, of sowing and reaping, or, or the laws of sowing and reaping applied politically. Todd, I will let you take this one first. What do you think? It's demonic. You go back to the beginning of uh, Scripture. Uh, male and female, they were created. It was very good. Uh, be fruitful and multiply. And now, Steve, going back to our college educations, uh, learning about uh, Malthusian theory, uh, turned into mm-hmm. uh, uh, global warming, Earth First initiatives. Humans are basically the disease where the, we be, we've been compared to locusts. And it started off with a, a diminishing of the things that we were expressly told were not only good, but we're the greatest goods. We we are the height and the glory 
of God's creation and we're meant to be ashamed of it now. I mean, we're, we're talking about first fruit stuff here. I think this is clearly demonic. Mm-hmm. Aaron? Agreed. You look at the data, some of the data kind of, um, I don't know, published, but uh, regurgitated, I guess, for lack of a better word, by Brad Wilcox at the uh, National Marriage Project at the yep. University of Virginia, who has in the past noted that the very people pushing policies that lead to the destruction of marriage and families are they themselves most likely to have have reaped the benefits of being married and having families now that's uh, at, at least in in terms of being uh, richer married straight and having kids they are more they tend more to be democrats or liberal and they then uh, because of that uh, advocate the policies that destroy families and I think this all hinges on one lie that the culture has chosen to believe, and this lie is from the pit of hell. Um, if I, uh, I no longer have to get married to enjoy the accoutrements that uh, traditionally married people enjoy, meaning I can get the milk without having to buy the cow, basically, that's what this is. No, you, uh, you get to be married. This was all part of the lie. Mm-hmm. We, uh, somewhere along, the, la- somewhere along the, la- the, the, the way, and I'm speaking mostly to the men's side of the aisle, I have to get married? No, you get to get married. That's a lie from the pit of hell, that marriage is some sort of burden, when it is, in fact, a blessing, along with the children. Hmm. How much of this do you guys view, because I agree with you, this is demonic, clearly. How, I mean, nothing pleases the enemy more than the, than the diminishing of the Imago Dei. And this is one of the primary means by which it is carried forth, right? Marriage and family. So how much of this is the fulfillment of, go back all the way to the curse, and his hatred of the woman, of Eve. And this is ultimately a woman's, not only, but highest reason for being is marriage and family. Not only, but this is the primary reason for why women exist. The primary reason for why men exist is to protect and defend things such as marriages and families. Again, not the only reason, but the primary reason. How much of this is just as basic as the enemy's hatred for the woman? Yeah, well, he's first and foremost a liar. He wants confusion on this front. So I think asked and answered. I don't think that's uh, remotely complicated. And and you're absolutely, I can't stress enough how correct you are about uh, this is the example where we can come closest to touching the face of God and understanding how we are created in the Imago Dei, we are allowed to create ex nihilo mm-hmm. from nothing. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, from nothing, i.e. there's no raw material. There's not, there's, there's, it, it's, it's supposed to be fundamentally about love. Love is what brings this. Everything else is secondary. The creation of a, of another human to emulate because again we are image yes. bearers. Yes. What was the primary reason God created us? 
Yes, and everything. For love. Love, yes. Yeah. All right. Aaron, you want anything, anything to that? You want to move nope, on? Nope, I agree with Todd. All right. All right, let's go to number, number six because that plays right into number five. Notice the order I put these in. Abortion, plunging marriage and birth rates, to now outright deconstruction of the nuclear family. Aaron, I'll let you take this one first. This one, Democrats or demonic? This one is just barely Democrats for me. Now, I can totally make an argument the other way as well, but it's just barely because I'm going to make the same argument that I made for education, indoctrination. This is the mechanism by which all of these other things that we're talking about in terms of birth rate, families, mm-hmm. abortion, what have you, this is the mechanism by which those things take place. There are also a number of other tentacles to this. Economics, the root word of which Todd likes to point out, econ, family. Economics has everything to do with the deconstruction of the nuclear family. And I'm sure we'll t- touch on that more in an, in, in an issue we'll, we'll kind of tackle later on. But to me, this is the mechanism. If you destroy the family one way or another, whether that's economically, whether that's through the demonic uh, indoctrination specifically of the children within the family, if you can tear apart that family, it makes all of these other things that much easier to accomplish, whether that's baby killing, whether that's transing kids, whether that's homosexuality. If you destroy that mechanism or if you destroy that central unit, and however you want to define that, and I know there are different definitions, whether that's uh, you know mom, dad, children in one household, or mm-hmm. whether that's extended family, to me that's kind of the same nuclear fa- I know there's different definitions. don't want to get lost in the weeds on that. But if you can destroy that, that makes all of these other goals and all of these other issues that much easier to accomplish. Todd? Uh, I'm going to say uh, demonic. The devil understands that a, a, f- a, a family and what God, his enemy, designed it to be is as close. It, it, is, it is a mini church. And functioning properly, it makes his job infinitely more difficult because the the the, the, the nuclear family the, do you think that use of the term nuclear is like like an accident it it, it it's a fundamental building block mm-hmm. for all of creation mm-hmm. nope nu- nu- it is it is the atom of things if you can destroy that, you have an existentially dangerous explosion. This is, of course, this is absolutely demonic. Then, when the inverse be true as well, if it's intact, yes, and heralded, you also have a weapon of mass destruction against that exact same enemy at the yeah, same time. Yes, yeah. right. That's yeah. He, the devil knows that a. A family that's working where mother and father cherish one another when they extend their com- both their common graces that are unique to all humans and then their unique graces that are part of being either male or female. Mm-hmm. And their sons and their daughters see that and how then it's propagated into the future. I, it's, it, is a, it is the church at home and it's meant to be. How much of this is 
you know, our, our colleague Oran McIntyre, I've noticed, has said a lot recently um, as he's watched the, uh, the obsceneness and perversity in our culture just run even more rampant than it was previously. He has said something to the effect of the religious right in the 80s got mocked for, permit, for predicting yeah. things that aren't even as bad at this. Yeah. The religious right of the 1980s got, you know, was basically right about everything. Mm-hmm. He's, he has said something to those, that effect, yes. those two notions, many, many times recently. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I think that's kind of become his uh, uh, arrest Katie Hobbs and uh, <laughs> your trolling of David French. To, all right, These are his versions of it, points that he thinks need to be highlighted repeatedly. How much of the destruction, the deconstruction of the nuclear family like, let's put it this way. I think if you are advertising openly, like in the city of Philadelphia, as we were talking about yesterday, if you're advertising openly for tourists to come to your city for Drag Queen Storytime Hour, you're literally inhabited by a demon. You're li- literally under the complete control of a demonic manifest. Uh, you're a manifestation of a demonic presence, without questioning me. I don't think there's any doubt of, any doubt of that. No political theory gets that misguided on its own. I do think that in our normal sinfulness, we can do things that previous generations like the old religious right would have warned us not to do, because if you do, we go down the slippery slope, right? And and that then opens the door for... Uh, uh, for the the for the the old demons to return upon a new people, and I wonder if if that is what applies here. That this is, it's a demonic outcome that may not have began with a demonic presence or, or premise that it was always going to lead here. Like you didn't. Lefties weren't writing about the destruction of the nuclear family in the 60s and 70s, and really even into the 80s, they weren't writing about it. And women's rights. I mean, there's all kinds of angles to yeah, yeah, yeah. But See, but we argued yeah. that those that's what the result right. of what they were arguing right, was. Right. All right? But as, as Aaron pointed out earlier, Brad Wilcox, your buddy at the Marriage Project, mm-hmm. points out these people don't live that way. I mean, how long's Marlo Thomas been married to Phil Donahue now? Right? What's a more? I mean, you're more likely. Marlo Thomas and Phil Donahue stayed married to each other a hell of a lot longer than a, a lot of people in red states do. So that may not have been their intent, but as Oran McIntyre points out, by violating these norms, mm-hmm. this is always where we were going to go, right? And so was this a case of you stupid idiot moron human sinners open the door for this, or? Literally, they are the hands and feet of a darker gospel. I tend to think where this one's concerned, it's the former. As the great prophet Dave Chappelle once said, you played yourself. Well, see, this is where this gets interesting. On all of this, every single one, we played ourselves. Mm -hmm. I just think it starts, how close, how far away is the mistake from the very root that's mm-hmm. why when I, when I went, like, right at the beginning, be fruitful and multiply, you are good. That's why I said this family thing, this this is demonic. Because mm-hmm. it's not like there's multiple, it's not a Rube Goldberg machine. There it is. It's just like, right, that's it, don't do it. It yes. told you from the beginning, and mm-hmm. now you, that's why I, the, if, 
that's why err on the side of demonic if i can't see like with the other thing even with bringing up david french and uh and drag queen supremacy i i think it's ludicrous but the argument being made and bought by a lot of people in politics on all sides is this is this is the price of living in a republic we have to have all kind we did steve our entire lives the kkk has a right to protest mm -hmm. it, it you, basically that's what david french is saying about drag queens mm -hmm. Which I'll, I I I I'm not even moved by that remotely. I but it's not a new argument. It's definitely too smart by half. I I might have even bought that argument for a while, to a point, until they made it clear they were not willing to be confide or that they were not willing to be bound to their own vice, until they made it clear that this this was not um lurid silliness but an evangelistic crusade. See, to me, it, it's not so much that David French said, putting up with, you know, pervert, per, pervert, creeper, groom, you know, uh, perverts and creepers mm -hmm. like uh, drag queens is part of living in a free republic. It's that he said drag queen story time hour was. Mm -hmm. Okay. That the, the, uh, the willingness to impose the debauchery upon the children was also something that you have to be willing to tolerate and put up with. To me, I think that uh, I, is where we move beyond the argument that you're talking about now into the state into state sanctioned grooming and pedo assaults. You know, I agree. I'm in the awkward position of just having to sort of defend David French. It's a, it, it is genuinely more complex because we it's about people and other people's children and we all even if we're uncomfortable at certain things who's rushing in mm -hmm. to to say you can't do that in how you raise your children otherwise we take them away right that i have a and having worked in social work in the past you know where is the line when do you intervene and take somebody's children away that's and i it's a it, i think that's just there's more moving parts to that discussion Mm -hmm. Even if I end up in a, I still end up in a very doctrinaire uh, position on mm -hmm. it. There's more moving parts than I think, and that the nu the nuclear family and marriage of birthright, it's a, it just is what it is, biblically speaking. All right, before we move on, reminder about our friends over at Jace Medical. Make sure you do not get caught empty-handed the next time there is uh, a pandemic and you have uh, medications that are venerable and work and and work. And have worked for decades, won even Nobel Prizes. And they come to you and say, well, suddenly, now that you really need them, they're too dangerous. Make sure you're prepared with our friends at Jace Medical. They already have the Jace case. If you don't have that, we have one in our home. If you don't, you should. They've gone the extra mile now, though. It's not just having just a case of the five most common, if not popular, antibiotics out there for, shall we call it a rainy day? It's actually backing up now your specific prescriptions. You can get a backup for up to 12 months of your your particular prescriptions for a whole host of issues, anywhere from heart disease to even mental health issues uh, with jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E, J-A-S-E, medical.com, dot com. Go there now. Jacemedical.com. Use the discount code DACE at checkout for a discount. That's promo code DACE at jacemedical.com. All right, next. Let's switch gears here. Number seven, racial division and race hustling. Demonic or Democrats? Aaron. 
So I'm going to take this two different from two different angles. I'm going to take this from the modern day. What we're really talking about here and what it's become in America is racialism. Mm-hmm. Everything must be viewed through the lens of what color your skin is. And if you have, in the case of critical racist theory, if you happen to have light-colored skin, you are irredeemably, you are irredeemably broken spiritually because of something you can't control physically. Now, you can take this from the second viewpoint as well. That same thing could be applied to any racial division. We are all, and this sounds hippy-dippy, we're all human beings made in God's image. So any division on that level, if you go to the level of saying you are irredeemable because of a feature of you physically, mm-hmm. of yourself physically, if you take it from that standpoint, absolutely this is and always has been demonic. Oh, you're irredeemable. Look at you. There's nothing you can do about it. What does that sound like? That sounds like the accuser. That sounds like Satan himself. So from those two vantage points, yes, it is absolutely demonic. Now, if we're talking about rival clans uh, throughout history, we're talking in those terms. I mean, that you could make a case that that's, you know, that's just human, human nature bearing itself out. But I think in this case that we're talking about right here, it is straight up demonic. We're talking about you are irredeemable because of a, a feature of your uh, physical nature that you cannot change. I like the way you flesh that out. Todd, what do you think? It can definitely go demonic. From a classic American political perspective, I'll say democratic. The the, the, the Civil War was ultimately uh, fought because the Democrats were entrenched on enslaving uh, the uh, black race for, uh, politi- uh, for economic gain and political power. And that's the way they continue to use and abuse uh, the black race for political power. Life clearly is not getting better where most black, where many blacks live in, in inner cities, but that's a power base. And they, so they use and manipulate. It is the modern uh, plantation and they're meant to know their role and do a very specific menial subsistence level task of just getting by and being used for the political power of an elite. So this is classic American Democrat. I agree with you on this. Uh, I, I, think, I think we would do this to each other. And maybe this is kind of a, a metric by which to determine whether something is wholly one or the other. Or if something has a, has a basis in one and then is, is, is inflamed by the other. I think that we would subject one another for power and control in our in our own sinfulness. I think this is the opposite of trannyism. To me, I don't think any. I don't believe we do things like trans ourselves on our own. I think, as I've yeah. already explained, I think that it, I think, pardon the pun, transcends our normal sinfulness. It's a point of diminishing returns. We do do exploitation on our own. We do do that. This is classic otherism. And, 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 and th- yes, this is, this is one of the most exploitive things on the entire list is this right here. All right, the exploiting of the other. To me, if, if, if God said, 
the unseen realm, the below, the below half, I am putting you in jail for the next 90 days. Okay? For the next 90 days, you have to leave these sinful humans alone. I'm binding you for the next 90 days. You're grounded. I, I think we'd still do a lot of this to each other regardless. I think the idea that you're in the way of you're in the way of my self-actualization, you're in the way of 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 my ambitions, you're in the way of my drives and impulses, and so therefore I categorize you as the um, other Catholics, okay? Protestants, anyone? I, I think we would. Yeah. Well, that's a great that's a good example there. I I now do I think that the enemy and his horde come to us in the midst of us engaging in this in this debaseness. And, and whisper sweet nothings in our ear to inflame those instincts all the more? Yes, but I, to me, I think we would be doing this in some way, shape, or form to each other, regardless See, that's, of, 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 of the current demonic influence in the culture. We did this to each other at a time that we all would look back on. When, 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 when slavery, wasn't going, what, slavery was going on at a time that the kinds of preaching that we wanted to hear in our churches these days was happening in the churches in those days. Mm. It just happened to often skip over this topic. Okay, go ahead, Aaron. See, that was a c- confusion a little bit with the, the question. Are we talking about critical racist theory here, or are we talking about typical, very sinful, very evil human behavior. So a critical racist theory would be an inflaming of the instinct is what you would argue? Not just an inflaming, but in taking it to a whole nother level. Right. That's, that's what I'm trying to say yeah. with the, uh, because of an immutable physical characteristic, you white man are irredeemable spiritually. Or in other eras, you black man. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think also the idea, and you can, this is where you can tell there's, there's no Bible here. There's no Holy Spirit here, is we have gone from accountability and reckoning leading ultimately to repentance and restoration to well we're in control now i think rush limbaugh used to call it get evenism that the point of the modern civil rights movement wasn't equality but to get even and i think that's what we're living through right now we are living through a form of get evenism well we are in charge of the institutions now and time for you to learn it ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun and i'm like well you know, my ancestors were greasy wops and dagos that didn't even live here for 60 years after the, after the Civil War. So what the hell does this have to do with me? It doesn't matter. You're white. But we lived in, my ancestors, they lived in the ghettos before you people did. So, you know, you ever seen, you ever, you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? Where, uh, um, where the bad guy says that uh, George's out there serving the garlic eaters? Who's he talking about? Talking about Italian and Sicilian immigrants. That's mm-hmm. what he's talking about. Right, open ethnic racism just in one of our most beloved movies. Just openly espoused. Also called the good old days. All right. Yeah. I mean, so what do you, those were my ancestors. That was just a generation and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Why the hell am I responsible for what happened to you guys 300 years ago? I wasn't, my ancestors weren't even on this continent. It doesn't matter. You're white. That's, that's get evenism, right? Mm-hmm. right? So that goes to what Aaron is talking about as well. All right, we've got three more left. We'll save the final three for when we come back. Let me close it out by telling you about our friends over at Relief Factor. If you are dealing with chronic pain, that's pain from too much inflammation in the body, make sure to get the drug-free but the formula created by doctors who can prescribe drugs, known as Relief Factor. And the reason why they created it, because they noticed 
that too many of their patients were coming in with too many struggles with chronic pain. And they deduced that a lot of times that's from too much inflammation in the body. And that's, that's where Relief Factor comes in. It's the all-natural anti-inflammatory. And you can try it for three weeks for just 20 bucks to see if you don't see a difference in three weeks or less. Now, why this trial period? Well, because they have found over the years about 70% of the people who try it one time for the three weeks, end up seeing such good results in three weeks or less that they end up coming back and becoming long-term customers. And that's, that's why they're willing to take that bet. Put them to the test. See if you don't see a difference in your chronic pain level in three weeks or less when you go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com is the website, just like it sounds. Relieffactor.com, or you can call them at 800-4-RELIEF. Once again, that is 800 for relief for relief factor. I will say the next thing, if I could jump in here real quick, the next thing we're going to be talking about, actually in the last two hours that we've been doing this, my thinking has changed on this issue. Actually. I will explain that when we, I'm going to have you go first then, because I love the fact that you have been thinking about it and your thinking has evolved right here in real time. I want you to walk us through that. All right. We have three issues left. We've talked training madness, drag queen supremacy, indoctr- education, indoctrination, abortion, plunging marriage and birth rates, the deconstruction of the nuclear family. We just got done talking about racial division and race hustling. Three issues still on the board. Are they Democrat or demonic? We'll break them down next. show. All right, back here on the Steve Day Show. One final segment here to go on a special edition. It's a follow-up to what we did earlier today, filling in for the one and only Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck radio program. We talked a lot about spiritual, particularly dark spiritual influences in the culture. Now we're talking about how that may or may not have manifested within our own political discourse. I've chosen 10 issues, and I've asked Todd and Aaron on each one, demonic or just Democrats? We're just having a political disagreement, albeit one that's maybe a little bit more radical in comparison to what went on in previous eras. We've gone through seven. We have three more. You guys ready to go? Yes. All right, here's number eight. Open borders. Demonic or just Democrats? Now, Aaron said that his thinking on this has evolved just as we were having various conversations on other issues, which if this was your way to let you go first so you get the majority of the time, it's going to completely work, dude. So go ahead. So I, and I think this would have been true, absolutely. This was firmly in the Democrats category or side of the ledger up until 10, 15, 20, or even 10, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Illegal immigration, open borders, so that we can get more, hopefully, voters, so that we can win more elections. Pretty firmly in the Democrat side of the ledger. Now you look at what they're doing this, and the reasons open borders exist, and they're telling you this. Chuck Schumer, earlier this year, said, hey, look at our birth rate. we got to have more illegals. I brought up the example earlier. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, congresswoman from Florida. Hank Johnson, congressman from Georgia. 
just saying, hey, we need a permanent underclass of people that we can basically pay slave wages to or close to slave wages to so that we can have somebody to pick our fruits and vegetables. What are they saying? They're saying we can't afford to pay Americans what it takes to actually raise a family. And in the case of the birth rate that Chuck Schumer talked about earlier this year, we've killed too many of our offspring. Mm -hmm. That's why we need open borders. So as we're going through this, talking about the destruction of the nuclear family, which I thought still is the kind of a mechanism by which you achieve some of the other things we talked about, marriage and birth rates collapsing, we've gone from Democrats to straight up demonic because of the reasons that we are allowing. And they're openly admitting now open borders is a thing. Whether it's through capitalism turned cronyism and we just want cheap to free labor, a modern form, a sophisticated form of slavery, or whether it's because, hey, crap, we just aborted a good chunk of the last generation and a half. Mm -hmm. This is straight up demonic. Mm -hmm. And you can even go back to the Old Testament, which we have done numerous times in terms of a biblical endorsement of national borders. So what was once just Democrats kind of doing their thing, getting more voters... One note on that in just a little bit as, as well. Democrats doing their thing, trying to uh, get more free voters. Republicans kind of doing their thing, trying to get cheap labor. Now we're just doing it for straight up evil reasons. Free or almost free labor and trying to replace those which we have killed. Also, I find it curious. I'm just, just in a vacuum here. I'm just going to throw out this as well. Have you noticed... Have you noticed how Republicans have done with the Hispanic vote the last few elections? Have you noticed that? Kind of on, on the uptick. Mm-hmm. Even in Texas, Florida. As Texas gets more blue, it seems, seems like Hispanic support in Texas is, is on the uptick. Have you noticed recently a rise in headlines from venerable left-wing legacy and digital media sources? The rise... Of Latino white nationalism. Yeah. Just, just a coincidence. Just, just throwing two things out there, totally in a vacuum, just, yeah. Coincidental. Probably just a coincidence. That was pretty potent, Todd. Good luck. Listen, obviously, in total, you look at this list, and it's, and everything's democratic because this 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 is all being used collectively for a control alt delete on reality mm-hmm. itself in mm-hmm. this country but i'm trying to pull back individually and again the more moving parts there are and or the more history to this i'm try, i i think my pattern clearly and i didn't have a plan for that it's it is evolving is that that's where i will go to the democrat side and i will put this in uh a democrat listen this is a this is a classic it's it's in their dna you're 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 tired. You're poor. You're huddled masses, yearning to break uh, uh, break free. They they've been using this argument forever on why uh, diversity uh, is important. It's part of who we are. Yes, of course, it is being now manipulated and turned up to eleven in all the ways Aaron said. But I think there's just enough that isn't remotely new. It's very old Democrat playbook that I will camp in the Democrat 
side of the ledger? I don't think I could possibly, with all due respect to what you just said, top what Aaron just laid out. So I'm just going to let both of your opinions stand. Number nine, the biomedical fascist state. Demonic or Democrats? I'm going first on this one. (laughs) Yeah, you get to take this one first. It's demonic, and I told you all it was demonic before you ever heard anything about uh, COVID. This is how they enslave entire families uh, we are especially when when I here's when I tell you and I've said it before that Christian when you tra- used to say that Christian moms this is it would rather have you their kids vaccinated That's than it. baptized I, just, I thought that was kind of nuts to be honest okay but then I say things that are kind of nuts all the time yeah. that's kind of what we do here yes. and most of the time we hope we actually mean it yes. okay so I just kind of let it stand all right then I lived through the last few years and I'm kind of wondering if maybe that was actually some prophetic and not nuts that's it you, yeah. take, you take that mother-child bond that we talked about as holy and organic to who we are as people. Uh, we see just, you had, th- this was itemized. Now you take that, and we're supposed to be a people, of, be not afraid. But you condition them to be afraid about the thing you were created to do and be. Mm-hmm. A mother. Mm-hmm. And now you're terrified all the time about this. When's it going to break? When's it going to go bad? And you're told that this magical potion will cure all, will be all, will be your bubble. And Steve, when you and I are born, uh, that magical potion only has seven ingredients or 12 ingredients. And now if you're Aaron's child, a child of Aaron's age, we're up to 70 now in their lifetime. Uh, This is deeply, deeply Demonic as demonic as anything on this list. Mm. Aaron. 2014, before I came to work for you, you would have asked me, biomedical fascist state, demonic or Democrats? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I know. See? I don't think I even said the word demonic on this show in 2014. Yes. 2015. 2015. After I see some of the, um, let's just say, interactions Todd has with always vaxxers. You know what? I don't really see things that way, but I'm I'm neutral on on this. You know, I don't think anybody. I think there should be a lot of grace. 2019, same thing, same answer. Uh, April first, 2020. Demonic. Hmm. And then even more so in the years that have followed, as now I'm a parent, and I'm taking stock. Of all the things that I took for granted when it comes to our health, nutrition, well-being, and the temples that, that God has created us, and the way that he has created us fearfully and wonderfully, the ever-growing attempts, and I go back to, and God bless her, but Ann Bauer wrote that piece at Tablet Magazine that we went through. Oh, spent yeah, an entire, I forgot about that. Spent an entire uh, show, episode, uh, going over talking about how the gurus who told her basically she and her family, her husband, her ex-husband, were basically responsible for her son's autism, how they lined up perfectly with the gurus of COVID, and how her son tragically ended up um, dying. And I can't remember if it was suicide or or, uh, another kind of tangential um, 
side effect, if you will, of the lockdowns. Looking at all the gurus of health and science over the years, telling you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Take another jab. Take another this. Take another that. Oh, the science has settled on this when it comes to your body. The science has settled on that. It's unsettled on chocolate. Now it's settled on chocolate. Now it's unsettled on uh, fatty diets. Now it's settled on fatty diets. Now it's unsettled on fruits and uh, grains, or I'm sorry, grains and uh, bread and things like that. Now it's unsettled. These people don't know what the hell they're talking about, most of them. I'm not saying I know what, I, what I'm talking about. But the number of times just in my lifetime, guys, especially in my adult lifetime, that the gurus say, this is settled, this is not settled, this is back to being settled again, this is unsettled. Something right here, well, it rings like um, chaos. Hmm. Chaos. What forces, what forces propagate, grow in a chaotic environment? That would be demonic forces. Mm-hmm. So I'm straight up, this is absolutely demonic. There's just another study. We didn't even get a chance to get to it. I mean, there's, I was gone a couple of days. You were gone one day. But there's another study out just last week. The more jabs you got, I know, the sicker you get. Yet, the more you inject, the more you infect. Which we were talking about two years ago. And, and yeah. if you were, to, if Steve Dace was told ten years ago, if this is a scientific, let's say a well-intentioned mistake, but a horrific mistake nonetheless, that there'd be zero accountability, you'd say no way. I know. There's zero accountability. I know. I know. And. I think, Aaron, I mean, you just, I think, laid out my own path of enlightenment on this, on, this, on this journey as well. Some of you may be asking, how did the guy who wrote or co-wrote um, Rise of the Fourth Reich rank this ninth? Why, why was this not the first thing we talked about? Or at least maybe the second after Training Madness. I put it here in the order I put it here on purpose. Because, see, I think that we had to, and this goes back to what you said at the time, that once we said yes to training madness, mm-hmm. we will say yes to anything. Correct. Right? Correct. To me, it's all these other things that led to this one. The indoctrination in the classroom conditioned an entire generation to be wholly and solely compliant to a total state, mm-hmm. for example. The idea that if we are if we are saying that if a scientist re, re, removes my penis and scrotum and leaves a void there and fills it with a fake lubricant, I'm now a woman and can have a period, then absolutely you will believe a scientist in a matter of 10 months came up with the very first effective v- vaccine ever against a respiratory virus of unknown or malicious origin that fast on the fly that just so happens to be of a genetic basis and is completely harmless and stays in your arm. And how dumb do you sound that I said this out loud and yet this was the narrative we were sold that you would be banned for challenging for a year. And I guess go right on down the line. The idea that our children are not our most precious, valuable resource, so kill them. Same thing. Abort the kids before I'll come back and teach school. I'm sorry, vaccinate the kids, Freudian slip. All these things had to occur to set the stage for the rise of the Fourth Reich. And that's why it's in the role and in the position on this list that it is. Even though it might be the most demonic manifestation or at least challenging tranny madness. For supremacy at the moment. 
I got to be honest, I had forgot that there was even an order to this thing because it's also terrible. Yeah. <laughs> one last one. Endless debt. Demonic or Democrats? Todd, I'll let you take this one first. Here, seen in total, like I just said, it's all demonic because it is a, a control-alt-delete, but this this is classic and now it's Republican behavior. Look at that! Look at that vote we just had. Steve. I mean, tr- Trump even before COVID had yeah. outspent Obama. Yeah. So, and then after COVID, they they printed about eighty percent of all dollar bills that had ever been printed yes. in American history. Yeah. But th- this has been Democrats. There's there's no price that's not worth paying. Look at FDR, one of the most anointed uh, Democrats of all time, and he's viewed as a he was viewed as a a controversial hero, but uh, and historians obviously have different takes on this. But even before uh, World War II, in what he uh, did with trying to bring America out of the depression, many people think he just uh, uh, made it worse in several respects. But he, this is, you know, compassionate. Uh, be, being compassionate uh, with other people's money, everything with Tennessee Valley Authority, mm-hmm. the CCC, mm-hmm. all of that. This is cl- this is classic Democrat playbook. Aaron, no, no, this is demonic, totally but denom- d- demonic. This has its tentacles on everything else on this list. Maybe the closest re- related to child sacrifice. You know, we all cheered, and rightfully so, when Donald Trump chose the moniker on the immigration issue back in 2015 and 2016. We're going to build the wall and make Mexico pay for it. Well, for the last 40 years, since especially the second term of Ronald Reagan, the United States government and its moniker, and and who are we talking about with the United States government? Who put them there? The American people. We're going to get our immorality on and make our children pay for it. If that's not a demonic construct, I don't know what is. Every single tentacle of what we're talking about here absolutely comes back to dollars and cents debt. One way or another, the offspring of this country, one way or another, is going to be paying for this for a long, long Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. There's his counterpoint. You got him at a minute and a half. You want to respond? Every... Counterpoint: Where you step on the gas of demonic, I'm like, uh, I have nothing to argue again. I, I, it's all now in the eleventh hour, being being in, manipulated. I, I just, I, if I, I'm just gonna, if I could see, going back decades, the same mm-hmm. kind of thinking, which is that distinction, a a a, per, uh, a perversion of uh, an abuse of. Uh, at the beginning, you showed the difference between. Standard level sin mm-hmm. and demonic possession. Mm-hmm. That's I, I mean I, I I think I made a pretty good case that I can see the roots of this obsession with uh, debt being okay because the ledger ultimately balances out to helping people, regardless of whether you agree with that. It is what it is. Have we just done a two hour exercise that confirms whether it's in premise or application that the Democratic Party is indeed a demonic construct? Oh, yes. Yeah. That either it is the, the tool and instrument of one, or it is the, the inflection origin point of one, or it just it varies on the issue, but it's one or the other on virtually everything. And proudly so. And proudly so. And what's the root of all sin? That would be pride. That would be pride. Huh? What month is it? Pride month. Indeed. John 317.